Hello and welcome back to the TTP, Tatani Talks Parsha, the year where we talk about the Parsha of the week with some practical lessons to keep. We are here in the Parsha of Akev in the Sefer of Devarim in the last 36 or so days of Moshe Rabbeinu's life talking to the people going through what happened through the Jewish history from Yetzirah Mitzrayim and onward and talking about different aspects of how the Jewish people should function in the future in the Eretz Yisrael, in their homeland and beyond. And we come to a very specifically awesome Pasuk to look at. Of course, the whole element of the Torah is amazing, but a specific Pasuk is interesting to focus on and to look at and to learn a lesson from as well. In Perik Chet, in chapter 8, Pasik Yud Zayin, in verse 17, it says, Moshe Rabbein is talking to the Jewish people, and he says, You will say to yourselves, My own power and the might of my own hand, have won this wealth for me. Oftentimes, Unfortunately, too often in life, we attribute too much success and too much winning and doing well in this world, for the lack of a better term off the top of my head, to ourselves. And we forget, God forbid, we forget that Hashem is the source of it all. We forget that Hashem is behind it all. All the success and everything comes from Hashem Himself. It's not from us, it is from Hashem. Everything comes from Hashem. Unclus points out, you think my strength and the power of my hand have acquired this wealth from me. It's not you. It's from Hashem. Remember, it's all from Hashem. Remember, it comes all from Hashem. Beware, the Targum Yonason says, beware that you say not in your heart, our strength, the might of our hands have obtained us all these riches. Whether it's the person himself or whether it's other people, you have to remember that it all comes from Hashem. It does not come from you. The commentators talk about this, how it is coming from Hashem. This wealth, the Ebenezer points out, chayil means wealth. Compare the word chalam, their wealth, and then leave their wealth to others. Chalam refers to that which they acquired by their efforts and strength. Remember, it all comes from Hashem. It's all from Hashem. It's not from us. Remember, it's all from Hashem, and it is not from us. When we think about this Pasuk, when we think about this idea, unfortunately, too often in life, we forget the major power behind all the things in our life. We forget that Hashem orchestrates everything in our life. Everything is ordained by Hashem. Everything starts from Hashem. Everything comes from Hashem. Except sinning, choosing good or bad. Obviously, Hashem leaves that up to you. But Hashem knows and Hashem gives you the house, gives you the job, gives you the spouse, gives you the children, and so much more. The Rabbeinu B'chai, Rabbeinu Bach, points out on the Pasuk, you will say in your heart, my strength and the power of my hand. Moshe says that possibly your arrogance will become such that you ascribe your affluence to your horoscope. The word kolchi would refer to influences from outer space, astrological and nature. The word Otsim Yadi would refer to subterrestrial influences and other things down below, but really un- understand that it's really all from Hashem. It all comes from Hashem. Too often in life, people ascribe way too much 
merit and way too much ability to themselves. They forget, God forbid, they forget that it is Hashem that is involved in our life. Everything that happens to us, everything that's in our life, really all comes from Hashem. When we think about our qualities, we think about our capabilities, we think about everything in life, we have to remember that it all comes from Hashem. It's all brought to us only from Hashem. Jewish thought teaches us as well that when we think about this, we have to remember that it all comes from Hashem. We have to remember who is the source of it all, who brings everything to us, who gives everything to us. Really, Hashem tells us it's all from me, it's all because of me, and it's all brought down because of Hashem. When we think about anything that we're given in this life, remember not to think about my strength and my power. Anytime the person has something that goes about in their life. He thinks about an invention. He thinks about a capability. He thinks about something he wants to make new in the world. It's not something that really comes from him. It's something that was put into his mind thanks to Hashem. It was given to him because of Hashem. It's not given to him because of his own abilities, his own capabilities. The question becomes, though, are we allowed to acknowledge talents? Are we allowed to acknowledge capabilities in this life? Is it being humble to understand things or to, to recognize things in this life or not? We've talked about this in a different episode as well, but in life, a person has to know their talents, has to know their capabilities, has to know any qualities or any special talents, abilities that they have. It doesn't mean that they should go crazy and arrogant and egotistical because of it, but they have to understand and utilize their capabilities. Moshe Rabbeinu knew he was the greatest prophet to ever live. It actually says that in the Torah itself, but the greatest description of Moshe himself is Evet Hashem. Even though he was the greatest Navi who spoke to Hashem, Pe'al Pe'a, Dabr Pe'al to Hashem, like talking to a friend through a, a looking glass, that's how Moshe talked to Hashem, but he knew he was still an Evan Hashem. He knew he was still uh, one person in the history of the timeline compared to Hashem. Rav Feinstein for sure knew that he was a very special sage, a very special Talmud Chacham. And on our own levels, we too have to know if we have talents, if we have capabilities, but we have to realize where it comes from, who it comes from, where it originates from. And of course, that is from Hashem himself. We can't say kochi v'otzim yadi, the strength of my hand and the willpower of myself acquired all these things. Yes, you put in your hashtadlis, you put in your effort, you put in your capability, but if anything really happens, you have to first and foremost thank Hashem. That's why if you ever look at a book or even a novel, a sefer, lahavdum, a parish that's published, who is usually the first one mentioned or at least acharon, acharon, chaviv, who is the most beloved one that's last mentioned sometimes, it's Hashem. I want to thank Hashem for bringing me to this point, a bar mitzvah speech, a wedding speech, a, an ufram speech, an acceptance speech. Oftentimes, and many times, and it all, always should be, if it's not, then it really always should be, that first and foremost we thank Hashem. Thank you, Hashem, for giving me this opportunity. Thank you, Hashem, for letting me get published. Thank you, Hashem, for allowing me to do this, for letting me be involved in this. You see it all the times in acknowledgments, even when we read our Jewish 
Jewish novels. My wife and I love to read Jewish novels, especially on Shabbos and Yom Tov. It's a really big highlight of the week, a special part of the week, real menucha for us, real menucha to nefesh, menucha to guf, to get to that. So when we read these novels, a lot of times we look at the acknowledgements and it says, first and foremost, I want to thank Hashem for bringing me to this point, allowing me to publish, allowing me to give something for others to read and enjoy with a Jewish hashkaf and a Jewish element. And then I want to thank my wife and my children and yada, yada, yada. But in general, that's the opposite of the kolchiv otzim yadi, because we have to recognize and realize where our abilities come from and who gave us the abilities, who gave us the talents, who gave us the capabilities. You can understand and utilize and remember that you have a talent. You can be appreciative of the talent and you realize that you have a talent, but have to understand where it comes from, who gave it to you, and how do you have that talent. And that being said, if you have a talent and you have a capability and you have an ability, what are you doing with that talent? Hashem gave you a koach, Hashem gave you a strength, Hashem gave you a power and ability, you're a really, really good speaker, you're a really, really good writer, you're a really, really good editor, you're a, a really, really good this or that or that. What are you doing with that capability? What are you doing with that strength? What are you doing with that power? Unfortunately, we've seen it time and time and time again. Someone who's an amazing orator, someone who's a really good speaker, do they use their power for good or their power for bad? Unfortunately, Yamach Shemo in World War II was a charismatic person, might have been speaking drivel and vile, virulent things and evil things and hateful things and anti-Semitic things, but had the charisma to use it in the wrong way, unfortunately. You have all these leaders, these dictators. How did they come to power? How did they usurp the throne? How did they usurp the ability of Mussolini? And people like this, Yamach Shemam, all these people causing tons of horrific damage and horrific death upon the world. How did they get to power? You have the ability to see two, two aspects in life a power could be used for good, it could be used for bad. No, Hashem gives the power, Hashem gives the capability, Hashem gives the strength. When David HaMelech was born, they looked at him and they got worried because he was very Edomi, he was very red, full of red, either red in complexion, some say he had red hair or a reddish hue to him, and people got worried. You know, Esav Lahavda Lahavda was also very red and had a lot of capabilities not used for good, he was a very good hunter and um, he was going after different things and not good things and they say that that he would steal things including people and relationships ruining relationships not a good type of person to be so they were worried about David when they saw him but then they said but he has a naim yafot he has nice good beautiful eyes which could just mean that they were blue and nice in general or it could mean as the sages explained that he had the eyes to the Sanhedrin he had this nature this Aggressive nature in, in general, but he used it for the milchamot of Hashem. He used it to vanquish and wipe out and go against the enemies of Hashem, and he would kill according to the dictates of the Sanhedrin, according to the judges, according to the sages, going al pi Torah, al pi din of the Torah. And David had many different qualities to him. He was a warrior. He was also a great composer and a sweet singer of Israel, they call him. He was the composer of the Psalms of the Tehillim. Not to be in opposition to each other. So you could be a great warrior, but you could be a great warrior in Torah. You could speak words of Torah and you could still be on the battlefield. But it has to be Al P Torah, Al P Sanhedrin, Al P the Bezdin, Al P the going the dictates of the Torah. A person can have a nature that could be very 
aggressive in nature. He, they could see in the mazolot, whatever that means, could see in his capability, in his personality, that he's in need to be aggressive with the hands. What is he going to use that aggression for? What is he going to use that murderous tendencies for? God forbid, God forbid, to harm people. If he has the need for blood, they say, instead of God forbid, killing or hurting or doing wrong to others, instead become a mohel, where you use the blood for a mitzvah, or be a shochit, using the blood for a mitzvah. A person can can have the capabilities to do different things. He could use the surgeon's knife, God forbid, to do bad, to do damage, or he could use a surgeon's knife to actually become a great doctor, a great surgeon, a life-saving practicer of medicine. Someone could be a great writer. They could use the written word as a sword to do damage, to cause havoc, to wreak havoc, to be a cyber bully, God forbid, and to tear down organizations and to tear down people. Or they could be a writer for good, spreading Torah, spreading good ideals, and spreading wonderful messages in the world. My wife happens to be an excellent, excellent writer. And Baruch Hashem, she uses her talents, looking into how to use it in elsewhere, seeing if she could use it in a job to help a wonderful organization. But as of such, as of yet, Baruch Hashem, she was published three times on Aish writing different articles for different topics, why I let my kids draw on the wall on com, the parental reaction, and uh, being a middle child, loving being a middle child, are, are her examples as of yet on com. She writes great, great stuff using the writing, the written word. They said to her in high school that her writing is her sword, but sword for good. She was the editor of different things in, in high school as well but you could use things for good and you can use them for bad. How many people have podcasts out there? How many people have videos out there and YouTubes out there and they use it for narishkeit? They use it for bad, God forbid. They use it to damage. They take the koach, the otzen that Hashem gave them and they don't use it for good. They're doing this. They think that they got themselves so famous. They think that it's all because of them. So many entertainers and singers and actors are very full of themselves and they think that they have the talent. What happens when Hashem... Gives them laryngitis, or he puts them under the weather. And they're, they're not so koach now. They're not so utsum now. They're not doing much chayil now. It's all up to Hashem. Hashem gave us everything. Hashem gave us strength, and Hashem gave us the ability. You have the capability. You should use it for good. Why would someone take that talent of someone being able to speak or do a podcast or give a shear, and instead using his words to spread narshkite or to spread terrible things or to spread? Things talking about ridiculousness, talking about alcohol or, or the lot. Of course, you can use it for good if you're a cook and a connoisseur. But why not use a talent if you are a good speaker, you are a podcaster? I myself like to use podcasting to the fullest extent. I used it in college for Narish Guy, talking about socialization at the time and trying to do Chuva all these years later to use my voice, to use podcasting, to use radio and audio to talk good things, to talk Torah topics. Four out of the five shows are Torah-based. And one of them, the OT show, is not Torah-based, but we oftentimes bring in Jewish ideals and, and Judaic ideals and Torah ideals. Understanding if we have the capability, Hashem puts ideas into our minds how to use it to do good. Hashem gives a koach, Hashem gives an etzim to all of us, to all of our abilities, and we should use it for good. Moshe tells us in the Parsha, don't don't think and don't fall prey to thinking that you're the strong one, you're the koach, you're the strength, that it's all because of you that you're successful. Really, it's because of Hashem. It all comes from Hashem. We recognize Him. We 
thank Hashem, whatever project we're successful in or whatever business we're successful or any aspect of our life we're successful, we say Baruch Hashem. Why is there a Baruch Hashem movement for years now? Because it reminds us to keep Hashem on our lips, on our mouths and in our minds and in our lives. Anything you want to do, you have a capability, you should use it for good, use it for the Torah ideas. The whole fine five concept is taking a fusion of where's Waldo and combining with highlights, hidden items, a seek and find activity, finding a Jewish family with Jewish items in daily life, whether it be in his house and hopefully it'll be in his shul and hopefully it'll be in the school and in the playground and different aspects of life. I have a whole idea to turn it into a series and a TV show and a movie and a toy line and an animated thing. I have great ideas for it, hopefully, but the ideas are not my own. They come from Hashem. Hashem gave it to me. Hashem put it in my mind. Have the idea to speak about an OT story every week. It doesn't come from me. It's from Hashem to talk how it helped people live better lives. An idea to do a craft a week. It doesn't come from me. It comes from Hashem. And even my songs, which I've been working on for years, playing the guitar. I'm a lefty guitarist using acoustic and hopefully one day with the best version out there. The songs are not for me, they come from Hashem, but you could sing about Narshkut or you sing about good things. I try to do different songs, bringing in Jewish ideals and bringing in different aspects. People talk about more money or people talk about bigger houses and bigger cars. That's all Narshkut of materialism, thinking that they're so successful, that they're so strong. People out there all the times, entertainers and the like, thinking that kochen v'otzim yadi they think that they're so strong and so capable. We have to remember and keep it in our mind that Hashem is the strength and the force behind all of this. Hashem is the one that causes all these things, that allows us to have these abilities, allows us to be talented and allows us to be successful. Any good speaker, any good writer. Any good editor, any good person, good at anything out there, a musician and an entertainer in any aspect, a teacher, a therapist, if they're successful, it's all because of Hashem. Moshe reminds us in this Parsha and throughout the Torah and throughout our lives not to fall prey to the Kol Chiva my own strength, my own ability, my own capability. It's not my own. It's all from Hashem. It's all because of Hashem. He brings these things down to us and we should do what we can to make a difference in the world, to be able to influence have a hashpa on our Dalit Amos and the, and the Amos around us and the world around us but remember that it comes from Hashem we can recognize the talents and still be humble and know that we have talents but know that they come from Hashem and always thank Hashem and always remember it comes from Hashem and that it is brought to us from Hashem because of Hashem and give credit where credit is due and hopefully that'll lead to the ghoul as Pirkelvis teaches us if we talk about and mention something in the name of who it came from Gula comes to the world, like Esther mentioned the name of Mordechai, and the whole poem story unfolded because of that. Remember, the real koach is from Hashem. Kochi v'otim yadi really comes from Hashem. It's all from Hashem. Any capability we have, any ability we have, we should take and we should run with it and we should use it and not fall prey to thinking that I was this successful. I did all this. I put the blood, sweat, and tears. I built the company from the start up. It's all because of me. It never would have become Chase Capital if it wasn't because of me. It wouldn't become City Lending if it wasn't because of me. I put in the hours. I sacrificed so much. I never saw my wife. I never saw my children. But look what I did in this company. There have been very successful people that realize the error of their ways, that realize the the misguidedness of their life on their deathbed. They said, I wish I would have spent more time with my wife and kids. Yeah, you build a great successful company, but what happens after you're gone? That's not the legacy. The materialism doesn't stay. The spirituality and the legacy and the biology of the children, that's what stays. And, and really seeing that you sacrificed your life for your company is not a good example for children. It's going to be... 
really not good for them. It's going to be really negative for them to see a model like that, to be not in the house at all. Be at home as much as you can. That's why I love the Board of Ed job for many reasons. Besides for the fact that we could be involved and have nice hours and be Mikadashim Shemai and walking around with the kippah, but the hours are great to be able to be home by four and be able to hopefully pick up my kids and be able to set up dinner and give dinner and then have the whole night to help out. A lot of jobs, you don't get home until nine, ten o'clock, especially accountants and lawyers and busy seasons. That's crazy. We understand that we can have a hashpah. We understand that the talent and ability comes from Hashem. And we thank Hashem. Thank you for this job. Thank you for this. Thank you for that. Don't fall prey to the kolchi v'atzim yadi. Understand where the real strength and real power comes from Hashem, is given to us by Hashem. And He's the one that leads us in our lives. And hopefully, if we're able to keep this in mind and keep this in our hearts and keep this in our lives, hopefully we can have a good hashpah on the world, make the world a better place, and hopefully we can be zocha to bring Mashiach speedily in our days. And may that day, in fact, be today. This has been the TTP Tani Talks Parsha, where we talk about the Parsha of the week with some practical lessons to keep. And I'm your host, Tani.